Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you're joining me for episode number 106 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. Thank you for joining me, you inky savages. So, you know how this podcast isn't safe for children's ears? Well, Tom brings his kids on the show to talk fountain pens for a few minutes of the show, and not really sure this is something a responsible father should do, and probably not, but despite what you may think about the penboy, the penboy is very responsible when it comes to kids. In the presence of kids, I don't use any bad words. As a matter of fact, I have to talk Tom out of allowing his kid to use bad words. One bad word. Didn't happen, though, because he has good, he's got good kids. But anyway, first 10 minutes of the show, first 10 or 15 minutes of the show, you get to see a behind-the-scenes look of the chaos that is the household of the odd oink. <laughs> it's funny. Spoiler alert, it's funny. Anyway, Tom and I give a sneak peek at a new Retro 51 release happening in February. And I'm sure you can guess which number I got. We also address an email from our good friend Jacob to help him decide on a next level 14 karat gold nib pen. If you have any questions, ask a question. And be sure to be emailing us, okay, at pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com. Send us any questions, whatever it is, comments, I'll answer it. We'll do it together. It'll be a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying it. Anyway, sponsorship time. Goldspot Pens, goldspot.com. Head over to Goldspot and buy stuff and use coupon code ROY to get discounts throughout the Goldspot website, some exclusions applying because it makes me look good and then when it comes time to renegotiate sponsorship, it gives me more leverage when you guys do that and buy stuff. It's good. So... Buy pen stuff at goldspot.com and use coupon code ROY on everything that you can buy. If sometimes it doesn't work, I'm sorry. But for a lot of stuff, it does work. In which case, I'm not sorry. How many does it take to tango? How many does it take to tango? I read it twice because it's a very important question. And I have an answer. All you need is a Waldman pen in your hand and you'll be dancing on the page. The Waldman Tango Imagination Pen, to be exact. This gorgeous German-made pen design has a near-flawless build with a dazzling lacquer finish. Bryce at Luxury Brands of America wants you to know that there is a new North American exclusive design coming soon. We can't talk about it now. But when we went, when we can, but when we can, we will, and we will when it's here. That, that sentence is a tongue twister. But anyway, yeah, I was talking to Bryce today earlier, and he was talking about how there's a North American exclusive design coming, but we can't talk about it. But here I am talking about it. I don't know if this is good, guys. I'm going to be honest, and I'm too lazy to re-record because I like to do things in one shot. I'm not sure if I was supposed to read that out loud. There's a new North American exclusive design coming soon, apparently. Whatever. So Tom's New Year's resolution is to get rid of every last Penboy Roy t-shirt. I'm not, I really am not sure if I was supposed to read that. Oh, well. Uh, do I have to re-record? I don't know. Whatever. Listen, don't tell anybody, okay? But there's a Waldman Tango North American, North American exclusive coming. And we can't talk about it right now, but when... We can, we will, and when it's here, we will. Anyway, in 2022, Tom resolves to get rid of every last Penboy Roy t-shirt in his home, and you can help by clicking the link below and buying a bunch of them and helping him get rid of them. So anyway, 
Before I get started with this week's episode of the podcast, this podcast is not scripted. Enjoy your last sponsorship read from Luxury Brands of America. Before you get started with this podcast, this podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain body mouth words both from Tom and I. So, be forewarned. You have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Pet Boy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage 7. Okay, so this week we have a special guest on the show, and literally on Tom as I speak to you guys right now. So we're gonna have that kind of um, sounds that kind of sounds weird. You're gonna need to explain that a little we're, bit. We're quicker. gonna explain that. So there's a there's a young man sitting on Tom's lap as we speak right now, and this young man is Tom's son. Now this is not planned, but apparently Tom's son wants to share his book report. And we're going to leave out all the explicitory words for the for the said book report while we're recording this episode of the Pendertainment Podcast. But please, let's hear this book report. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to hear what this is about. All right. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, wait, first, let's, wait, first, let's introduce who's sitting on your lap, Tom. I am Anthony Otto. Yeah, that's it? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. What, 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 is, there, is there anything else to we're you? Gonna call, or like... We're going to nickname him Tony O. Tony O. Yeah, Tony O. Tony O. For Anthony Tony O. Tony O with the auto ink. Tony you know, he, what he likes to do is anytime that we say anything inappropriate, like both uh, my wife and Ayo. I, he's like, hey, yo. <laughs> Tony O. Okay, Tony O, you're, how old are you? Um, I'm 10. You're 10. Do you like fountain pens? Um, yeah. Oh, like cool. Them. Do you have one with you right now? Um, no. I actually remember that I did. I, <laughs> there just I, happens to be a Mont Blanc sitting so, on my desk. So Tom but, just you picks know, up and but that's not his. I do. I do remember. Um, like I think a few years ago we were doing this um thing, and I got and you got to choose a pen. I did choose a green pen. I like it. It was a green. It pen. was the it was the pen show. We went to the DC pen show, right? No, I, it was at work. It was, oh. the, it was the time we went to McDonald's. Yes, yeah, so that was so that was the that was the episode where we actually did a uh, we did the the kids kids and pens thing. We had the we had the bring your kids to work day. Thing. Yes, I remember that was like about a month or so after the first time I went to Gold Spot to record the very first creepy video we did together. Yeah, yeah, and that was actually the first time that I actually realized that you actually had kids because. My first interaction with you was the month previous where we did the video where we did that 10-minute skit in the front end, and then we had like yeah. a 30-minute pen talk. And then a month later comes, and there's a bunch of kids in the Gold Spot video, and you're talking to all these kids. And that's immediately how I knew, one, you introduced them as your kids, but second, because you had such dad talk voice. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between a man who has kids and talks to children and a man who does not have kids and talks to children. So mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool. Anyway, Anthony, Tonio, talk to us. You're 10 years old, and what, what do you have for us today? You have a book report? Um, yeah, I have a little bit of a book report that um, I've been doing for school. Okay, and what's the you book? You want to read it? Well, you wanna... um, the book is called Invasion of the Overall by Mark Cheriton. Invasion of the Overall by Mark Cheriton. And this book it's report... A, 
it's a Minecraft. Well, it's not. It's an unofficial Minecraft. Yeah, it's like story. It's like a series of different books about um a game called Minecraft. I'm sure that kids um watching. Like watching a video. Uncle Roy plays video games. He plays a lot of video I, games. I do so play video games. He's very well aware of. I've Minecraft. never played Minecraft. I don't know what Minecraft is about. So for everybody who doesn't know what Minecraft is, why don't you explain to everybody what Minecraft is from the eyes of a ten-year-old? Uh, Minecraft. Um, it pretty much kind of explains itself. You Minecraft build. It's really like it's like really just like a game of your imagination it's pretty much a game where you get to do whatever you want you could fight with like swords it's a little bit violent um i wouldn't say like like kind of like gta fortnite violent you're 10 you shouldn't even know the initials gta (laughs) 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 all right so this book is called the invasion of the overalls and it's an unofficial minecraft story Give us your book report. First of all, what it's, was it's, your book it's report? It's over, Overworld. Overworld. Sorry, I yeah. thought you said overalls. I was like, what does that have to do with <laughs> But what is the book report assignment? You have to just summarize um, the book? Basically, we have to like summarize the book, pretty much tell what we've read and tell it to the whole class. And also give your opinion, right? Like, yeah. Isn't there a part where you have to like try it, to convince people like if they want yeah. to read it? Okay, that's that's going to be that's going to be a pro, that's going it's, to be good knowledge when you go into this. So. Okay, yeah. so yeah. so basically, you have to summarize the book, then you have to give your opinion on the said book, and then you have to try to convince other people, me, to read the book. Is that correct? I mean, yeah, but like in my book talk, it's a little bit different than that. I'd okay. Say. Okay, and are you going to show us now how different it is? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll just, I'll just explain a little bit. So, really, um, this is the first time I've actually, like, really expressed my feelings in a book talk. (laughs) So, like, it's just, it's just a little bit, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, it's, it's just my opinion, really. Okay. It's okay. It's just as long as it's, (laughs) it's, it's well informed and you give reasons, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Invasion of the Overworld by Mark Cheverton was not the best book I've read. It didn't really use as much imagination, in my opinion. But other than that, Game Night 999 finds himself in Minecraft after accidentally touching his dad's experiment. He starts with no resources, and he's struggling to survive. It's your choice to see what happens next in the book. This book talk is recommended to people who are willing to waste their time. It might sound wrong, but it's my opinion. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Are you going to be able to get away with it just being that that short, though? Like, do you have to, like, add more to it? or No. I mean, pretty much my project has, like... Has the rest mu- of the information. Because he, yeah. he had other things filled out. Like, he had to do the plot, yeah, I had the characters. To, I had to do, like... I had to do, like, a Google Doc of, like like the plot and like all the stuff and it's graded so he didn't just have to r- just write this and do <laughs> yeah, this yeah there's just like to... different stuff like i mean you... you could have probably done this if like you read like the first 15 pages i mean you you basically for a for like a whole book talk it's three to five minutes you have to do you do your book talk and um you read a book you read the book you tell your opinion and you show your project that you did. Mm. I gotta I'm not, say, I mean, 
I got to say honestly that that was so concise and you've convinced me not to read the book, but it was so short. I think you probably might want to throw a few more sentences in there because that book talk that you read to us could pretty much apply to any book ever because I think it's vague enough that you can use it for any book. Just change the name of the characters. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get like yeah. the details. Like, what about it was was terrible and a waste of other people's time. That reminds me a lot of when I was a young boy and I was doing book reports, and I would be very vague. I'd be like, "Well, this book was very uninteresting. The characters were very uninteresting. The main character was not my favorite, and the supporting characters were not great at all. I do not recommend this book." And that was my book reports didn't fly i thought you forced other kids to do it for you otherwise you were going to beat them up no i didn't do that no? <laughs> often. just i think i think i did it twice but it didn't work out for me because what happens is when other kids do your homework for you they don't really care about the the quality quality they just don't want to get beat up the day it's due and then yeah, we'll yeah it's like they'll just be like like when, like when you're threatening them, they'll just be like, "I have no idea what this book entails." <laughs> the end. So you want to tell us what what your real thoughts are about the book? Well, he's he's gonna he wants to drop it. This kid, <laughs> this kid wants to. I mean, like, listen, like in our house, you know, just to give some people uh, people context here, in, in our house we don't. You know, other than other than mommy who curses like a sailor, like we don't like we don't curse in the house. Mm -hmm. And that's and, and also like we you know, we that we, all of us like make sure that the kids don't do that sort of stuff like at school for sure, you know, or other contexts where it's not appropriate. But this kid, this this dude right here is like is like so itching to be like you know, this, the sailor, you know, sort of cursing and everything. And, and even my, my wife just popped in. She just like wants to hear him curse on the podcast. So. Well, listen, I would, I don't, no, I don't, don't want to, I don't want to do it. Oh, oh come boy. on. I can't believe it, Tom. You're the one coaxing your son to curse. <laughs> and well, you know, what's funny is that mommy, I definitely mommy. I told him. So like... I, I told him he I told him like, wow, we read you could read your your book, uh, your book talk. You could get some practice where we could do it on the podcast. And it's pretty funny. And and he was like, no, I don't want to do it. He's like being all shy and bashful. I was like, I'll let you curse in it because the, the podcast has cursing in it. And he's like, OK, I think you got a deal. <laughs> hey, Tony, oh, listen. I'm sure your dad already told you this, but you are not permitted to listen to this podcast. You understand this, right? <laughs> I'm not going to say any curse words. I'm not. Honestly, I just, I don't know. That's, that's, I very, that's very good. Can I ask you something, Tonio? Um, yeah, sure. What other fountain pens do you have besides the one that you got a couple of years ago at your daddy's work? I think that's it, honestly. I don't really... <laughs> So daddy's yeah. not doing his job. He doesn't take he doesn't take much of a shining to the whole yeah. writing thing. Like I even mean, even with this uh this this note card that he has here, he did it in pencil. So I'd say yeah, he's got that decent. I don't really pitch in all that much to um work. I I literally just play like stuff like Rocket League. Or who says who says you need to work? Minecraft what are you talking about working? Stuff. What are you talking about working for? 
Like, what are you working on? Like, Nothing. what is what does writing with a fountain pen have to do anything with work? What do you like? I don't know. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you think you think every time I pick up a pen, I'm at work. I'm having fun with it. Oh, I got I got the peanut galleries also going in the back there. They needed to like chime in too. I do. I just they're talking about like how their peanuts are produced. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so does Sophia, you want to show you want to show all of your because like she's yeah. been sitting here and she's been like she's she like even though I I asked for him to she's like oh I want to uh, don't worry don't worry I'm not gonna do anything I'm not gonna do but then she's like getting her pens so because you're asking him about his pens and that the, he's deficient on the pens like she wanted to show I need, I need all of her pens all right listen you have two. You have not, two laps and you have two like children, him. so I guess it works. Uh, no, I, 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 I got to switch out. Sorry, buddy. All I right. Gotta... First, first, am I allowed to plug my channel? So daddy, oh so daddy like, has to You're make 10, videos. You have a channel? That's great. Sure. Plug yeah. your channel. Let's hear it. Awesome, man. Subscribe. <laughs> I haven't made a video yet. <laughs> but subscribe to, subscribe to Awesome Man for no potatoes. For what? Or no potatoes. Or no potatoes. Oh God, no you kids potatoes. in your hey, in your YouTube speak. You know. All right, all right, everybody. Great, great job, great tree. job, man. Great job. Vegetable. Great job, Tony O. That's all right. All right, we got get him out of here. Go, go on. Oh my God, Sophia, you want? Did you want to? You want to show? I do want to see Uncle Sophia's pens really quick. Sure. Some some yeah. pens. Sure. You want to? I have pens. Oh. oh Ew! A... It's all earwax. <laughs> Ew, that's right. <laughs> okay. Alright, so apparently Tom no. doesn't wash his ears. No, apparently my apparently my son needs his ears clean. This earbud's like filthy. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. Ew. My bad. Shh. Quiet. Alright. Ew. All right. Ew. Okay. This one this one's this Wait, one's guys, too this big one, to put on gotta, my lap. Gotta, nope. Oh, too big to sit on Tom's lap. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. one's too big. So So What's going on, Sophia? So we all know Sophia, and the reason why we know Sophia is because We've had some ink journal videos on Instagram, and these ink journal videos on Instagram did, in fact, include Sophia. Now I'm sitting in front of her right now. Sophia, would you tell everybody listening? And you got to get closer to the microphone. Oh. Okay. Hello. Tell, tell everybody. Tell everybody how old you are. Um, I'm Sophia, and I am I'm 12 years old. I almost said 11 there. You, you did. I don't know how old I am. There's a he- there's yeah. a hesitancy there. So, <laughs> all right. So 12 year old. You're two years older than your brother Anthony. You know. My sister is two years older than me, too. No, that's wrong. She's four years older than me. What am I saying? Anyway, you have a fistful of pens, which outnumbers Tonio's pens, which is great. Yeah. Can you hold them up so I can see? I can't see them. So for everybody listening, she has five pens, six pens in front of her. And wait a minute. Hold on a second. One of them looks like they used to belong to Tom, your dad. Yeah. Okay. You have a good good memory. Yeah. This one, Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at two Platinum Preppies, and I'm looking at a Edison Herald in one hand. In her other hand, she has fingernails that's matching her unicorn barf Edison Beaumont. (laughs) I'm looking at a pink Lamy Safari, and I'm looking at a red Platinum Preppy. Okay, so you have a pretty decent collection there. So let me ask you something. Let's start with the Edison Herald. That's the biggest one that used to be your dad's. Hold that one up for, for me to see. Tell me about this pen. Tell me what you think of it, from the eyes of a twelve-year-old. Uh, this is this is uh, by far of my whole collection. I like this one the most because my these are my favorite colors. 
Um, I actually haven't got to write with it yet because I am a very big procrastinator. Okay. So, and, uh, So if yeah. everybody listening, the Edison Herald that she's holding up <laughs> that she's saying is her favorite colors is two or three different types of blues. So you're a fan of blue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you haven't written with it. Uh, oh, it's, it's my birthday. My birthday. Hey, you can't, you can't, you can't share <laughs> that information. I mean, my you birthday. can share it with Roy, but don't say it, okay? I'm not gonna say it. Because but that's, but that's the on credit so, card <laughs> in your name. Yeah. So, so, so this, so this engraving that was on here actually did when this was uh, when uh, Brian was making them out of his uh, his garage, and uh, and I had it done when she was born. So this it's as old as she is. So wait that's a minute. That pen was made on the date that she was born. Not on the day, but it was, I, I had, I had it in production. Like he was making it for me and then made it by the time that she was born. Like I had the pen already. So, so wait a minute. That pen was conceived the day, same day that she was conceived. No, you know, it was, it was after, it would have to be after, it would oh, have okay. to be after. Cause I could not predict like exactly what day it was. Cause it, I was about yeah, to say, so it was after. that pen is technically her twin. <laughs> right? Yeah. Can you, can you take the dogs out please? Because. Like they, I could hear, I could see that they're they're getting picked up on the mic. So, yeah, it's like they're. I got like Lucy's growling and stuff. Come on, dude. So he's. All right, I'm gonna some, have to go kick them out. Just give me, give me a second. I'm gonna, I'll see, I'll stay here and we'll talk. I'll talk with Sophia here. Oh. Sophia, get in front okay. of the camera so I can I'm see you. So your father, your father sure. had that pen. I remember that pen, the Herald. He had that pen. There was also another Edison pen that you have. I'm back. Right, you have the Beaumont. Right. You have the Unicorn Barf Beaumont. What do you think of that one? Yeah. Well, you want to sit? I'll, I'll stand. I'm sitting. Yeah, okay. I'm sitting. If you can stand. Um, it's a it's a cool pen. I I like this. I liked um. I think no, that was that. I forgot. Oh yeah, this was like a late. Wasn't this like a late birthday present or Christmas? I forgot what it was. It was for your birthday. I remember Tom yeah. telling me. Yeah, and I got it, and I I was I was like in shock because it was a few days after my birthday, and I was like, "Whoa!" Because this is one of my, like, this was like my first really really cool, like special pen almost. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I I liked it. Let me ask you: Did you actually paint your nails to match the pen? No, I actually didn't. That was just a coincidence. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let me ask you something. You have also four other pens, and those are all platinum preppies. I'm sorry, three platinum preppies, and you also have a safari. So yeah. those other four pens are pretty significant jumps from the Edison pens that you have. Which one is your favorite out of all six pens that you have there? Um, I like this one's my favorite because I remember the story behind it. This was the one where. You got this for me at a very, like, my dad got this for me at a very young age, and he gave it to me, like, was it a year ago? Because I was old enough to actually write with it and, like, No, you're getting your, you're, I, you're getting your getting... Chronolo chronological order all mixed up. <laughs> I'm so confused. No, what... no, so, so this is, so that, this is a safari, this that... is a pink safari that was, like, one of the limited editions from years ago, and I bought this with the intent to give it to her when she was ready to write. This, that was what I said. Right. So, so, but that was much earlier than when you got the that Edison. Was like not a while ago. Yeah. This this Edison was was from just recently. It was like within the last year. Mm -hmm. 
So I see. Okay. Because I didn't want to give I didn't want to give a one hundred and you know fifty <laughs> sixty dollar pen to a, a a child that just learned how to grab a pencil. You okay. know what I'm saying? I'm I'm going to have to ask the difficult questions here, Sophia, and I need you to be honest. When did you get the Edison Herald as a gift from your dad? The uh, that's that one. The the Herald. Yeah. It's the so blue I'm... one, the big blue um, one. Uh... Well, I I. Uh, when did I get? She forgets what she had for dinner like 15 minutes ago, so. (laughs) Yeah, she had pizza. I had pizza. Okay. Why'd you let the dogs back in, dude? You're killing me. That's the last time I let you both on this podcast, dude. You guys are like totally messing this up. So yeah, you're looking for your glasses. When, you let the when dogs Sophia back. was it that you got that pen? Do you remember years ago? How many, uh, year um, ago? Um, it was it was it was last year. I think later into the year it was, I believe it was like in November, sometime last November. Okay, so do you want I, I, that, do you a... do you want to keep that pen or do you want your dad to take it back from you? Because most of my listeners would be appalled. <laughs> And offended by the fact that you've had that pen in your possession for almost a year and have not used it. Because I can actually guarantee that every listener listening to this podcast, when they get a new pen, be it a used pen from a friend or family member, or they purchase a pen for themselves, it lasts about 15 seconds before they ink it up, even if they have 10 other pens inked up. So what I'm going to need you to do is you're going to have to go ink that pen up right now. (laughs) you're gonna have to go right with it and then you're gonna have to come back later and show me something that you've written with it oh oh that's that's easy all right i can do you have you have like 40 minutes to see if you can accomplish this in 40 minutes how do i know how to i don't know oh don't you dare don't you dare i showed you i showed you how Okay, it'll be easier because I don't think it has any ink in it. And if you so don't know how, that. you could always look it up on YouTube. There's plenty right. of videos out there. That is true. Yes, that okay. your dad has plenty <laughs> of Show videos. you how to fill video. You know how you fill fountain pens with videos. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, Anthony forgot his. All right, you have your assignment, and yeah, bring that card to him. Yeah. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna get to uh, adult talk now. Let All the right. Goodbye. Talk. Goodbye, <laughs> Sophia. Thank you for being on the Pentertainment Podcast. Thank you, Sophia. Uh, should we? Should we also Maybe. have the dogs on? Or no, they were already on. No, they were they were already on. <laughs> I apologize. That got that got a little out of hand. That's what you know. What the thing is, though, that's actually a little bit of an inside view of what it's like to be in the auto household on a normal yes. basis. Because when you're on the show, when we're doing the show, you kind of just seclude yourself mm-hmm. for the audience sake and stuff like that. But today you gave everybody a little bit of an inside view of the disaster that it can be when you have dogs <laughs> and children all in the same room. Correct. It's the, it's the reason why I can never do an ASMR video ever. Right. Never. Cause right. I would love to trust me. I think I could probably get a good, like hundred thousand followers on TikTok and Instagram. If I did like, a just purely nib scratching on paper video and 100%. ASMR that shit like oh my god like I would I would I, it would catch fire because like because like that kind of stuff is awesome but I, like I can I never totally do agree. it because my 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 living space is never that quiet yeah I mean I could totally agree with that because people would totally tune in just to listen to like you know unscrewing of bottles and mm-hmm. filling up 
inks with ink into pens and then writing with it. Because, I mean, think about it. Did you ever hear it's going to be the fountain pen version of mukbang? Have you ever heard of that? What? Uh, what? Mukbang. I think that, that that's mukbang? the way. Mukbang? Mukbang. I've never heard of that. Okay. So you're going to have to Google mukbang. Okay. Okay. So, but as you're Googling it and for everybody listening, what if you don't know what mukbang is, basically what it is is videos and ASMR of people just eating shit. I mean, not actual shit, but <laughs> eating stuff, right? It doesn't have, it does, you know, it's just, it could be anything. Usually it's, you know mukbang actually started in Korean, Korea. It's called. Oh my God, fried chicken. Yeah. So, and then it just <laughs> took off. I, from what I understand, and the reason why I think it started in Korea is because mukbang is how you say it. And that's a Korean way of saying it, but people pronounce it mm. mukbang. Korean words for eating right. and broadcast. Right. Okay. So I think that we need a fountain pen version of mukbang. And I'm not saying for motherfuckers to go out there and just start chewing down on pens. By the way. Or, or slurping ink. Right. So <laughs> if if your kids are listening, they are only allowed to listen up until Sophia leaves, obviously. Okay. And right. then you have to cut, cut the feed so that they can't listen to it. Because <laughs> I already just cursed a lot for them to hear this but anyway yeah we should be doing our own fountain pen mukbang Mm -hmm. right i i think it's the funniest thing that i when when my wife's going through her tiktoks right Mm -hmm. yeah i usually hear the standard assortment of you know various memes and different challenges that you or, or different like songs that usually get played yeah and then all of a sudden she'll come across these live streams and all you hear is or like, or like, or like somebody going, yeah, like they're doing like they're, and they got the fuzzy microphone, like you got right in front of you and they're just kind of like stroking. They're using like really long fingertip nails and like stroking the, the microphone and stuff like that. I'm like, what do you, what do you, cause, cause like, you know, like when you, when you see somebody's TikTok, you're like, oh, they must be watching this kind of stuff. If it appears on their for you page, it must be somehow related to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is this stuff coming up on there? Are you like watching this to like fall asleep? She's like, no, I have no idea why this stuff is coming on. I'm like, I'm like, well, what if you are in bed, right? You're in bed and you're scrolling through TikTok and you're like half falling asleep. And all of a sudden you land on one of those videos and you don't even realize it. Cause you're like half asleep. And that, that just, that's just the straw that broke the camel's back and you are like out. And then you have, that TikTok playing for probably like 20 minutes straight until the live stream ends. And then TikTok's like, oh yeah, this one likes ASMR videos. We got to serve her more of that. You know, I dealt with that problem also because I'd be scrolling through a lot of my TikTok. I'd be scrolling through it and I have a lot of cute kitten videos, cute puppy videos, Mm -hmm. hamster videos, fish tank videos. But then every (laughs) once in a while, I'll come across, and I think I've talked about this before, a video where a guy is, like, doing a deadlift, but then, like, his shin snaps in half. (laughs) Or, like, he's doing a squat and both knees snap and, like, his legs break. I'm like, why the fuck is this showing up on my TikTok? I don't want to see this. And then you send it to me. But that's the thing. He's like, then you send it to me, and and I'm I'm like, oh, do I need to watch this now because you saw it? Yeah, of course. Dude, we're partners in this podcast. If I have to watch something disturbing like a guy doing a squat and his knees blowing out and buckling sideways, you have to watch it too. Mm-hmm. If I have to watch a video of a guy getting run over and smashed by a bus, you saw that one? Did I send that to you? Yeah. The guy on the bike. Uh, yeah, oh, did. my God. Oh. 
terrible. I don't know why this shows up. I'm glad they got rid of it. But the guy just like Ugh. his upper half of his body just gets squished and squirted like a ketchup packet by a bus. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm sending this to Tom. So. <laughs> I'm sending this to Tom. Yeah. I'm like, this has to go to Tom. It's like I have fountain pen stuff. I got science um science notes. I can't remember. There's there's several good fountain pen TikToks that I follow and a lot of cute animal stuff and then out of nowhere someone's like skull splits open and it's like what the fuck is going on? Why did the al- why does the algorithm believe me to be so vile? I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I like watching a lot of uh, I I like watching the fountain pen stuff and there's very limited fountain pen stuff on TikTok right now. It's like it's like you have uh, uh, Hemingway Jones. He's Mm -hmm. he's, he has a YouTube channel now, but he he got started on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aiden Bernal. I think that's might might be. He's got fantastic handwriting, Aiden. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Wasn't he? He was also I remember back in the day, Aiden was one of those guys who was into the whole Yaffa Brands Ambassador program. Do you remember that? So so Yaffa Brands had this ambassador program, and they had this gorgeous girl named Sarah Alper running it, right? And basically, she was coordinating the communication between all these influencers and stuff like that and wanted basically for Yaffa Brands to build up their online and social media reputation and stuff like that. So she was doing as best she can being the in-between between Yaffa Brands and the ambassadors. The problem with that whole situation was the ambassadors would be like, hey, we want this. Sarah would go ahead and relay that to Yaffa Brands. But Yaffa Brands being as busy as they are, sometimes they didn't get back to her. And then all of a sudden you had all the ambassadors going back to Sarah being like, what the hell's going on? How come you're not answering? You know, how come we're not getting results? And then she would go back to Yaffa Brands back and forth. And eventually the whole thing just collapsed. But I remember mm-hmm. when she invited me to the ambassador program. I'm like, Hey, listen, I like hanging out with you guys and chatting with you on the WhatsApp group, but you don't want me to be an ambassador. I promise you because you send me crap. I'm going to embarrass you. So we're not going to use the ambassador title, but how about this? When I want shit, you'll send it to me. And they agreed to the terms. It was fantastic. I love it. You know? So, and I said, and then you'll isn't send that, it. Isn't that, also, isn't that always like the most ideal thing? It's like, when I watch it, just send it to me. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah it is. It is. But the thing is, there was never, but the thing about Yaffa Brands and what people don't get about Yaffa Brands is that everybody likes to think because they're such a big company that they're sneaky or conniving and stuff like that. But the truth of the matter is there's a guy who owns Yaffa Brands. His name is Yair Greenberg and his son-in-law's name is Neve. I can't pronounce his last name, but these guys are solid dudes. They have never once in the time that I've known them ever once said to me, hey, we're going to send you something. Can you please say something good about it? Not once. Mm -hmm. They have always sent me stuff with absolutely zero conditions. As a matter of fact, there have been times where they sent me stuff and I'd be like, listen, I'm not going to be able to review this. I'm busy. They'll just be like, well, then just keep it. It's a gift. Right? So nice. Yeah, they're very honest people, and they're not as screwbally as everybody might make them out to be. A lot of times, some of the office stuff is shit, right? Like sometimes you'll get like the Yovo nibs. Oh, it's like good, you got Yovo nibs, but you're throwing them on cheapy plastic feeds, and you know I have a problem with that, and I'm not quiet about it either. I'm very vocal about it, right? Mm-hmm. But but that doesn't that sometimes their quality issue. They always back up their shit. Right, they'll always say, "Hey, listen, if something's wrong with it, send it in. We'll fix it or replace it and stuff like that. No problem. They always do. 
So like sometimes they pump out so many numbers in terms of products that every once in a while you get shit. So they back it up. They'll replace it for you. But that level of shit quality that you might receive once in a while shouldn't be what determines like how you think of the people at Yaffa Brands, right? Because everybody thinks of Yaffa Brands as a huge company. But yeah, they're a huge yeah. company, but they're also good people. And well, I'm they not... are one of the largest distributors of pens, if not like the biggest, maybe like in terms of the number of brands carried. Mm-hmm. I would probably say because you have the Italian brands, you have uh, you have the Pirate Reserve Inc., you have Monteverde, you have uh, Conklin is there is is also their house brand too, mm-hmm. and Aldo Domani and there's just there's a lot of stuff that's there yeah Um, and you may not know this you may not know this and i actually didn't respond to that i mean i didn't respond to them regarding this but they were contacting me neve was contacting me he's like oh congratulations on your podcast he's like if you would like nice i would give you i'll give you several pens that you can give away to your listeners so I, i was gonna i i couldn't go through with it because obviously we had a giveaway that was funded by luxury brands, which is kind of mm-hmm. their competition. So it would be a conflict of interest to include them. You know what I mean? Okay. But well, that's something for the future though. I mean, something for the future. Yeah. The moment yeah. I see that's, that's how cool they are. Y- nice. You know, Neve and Neve is real cool. If I said to him like Neve, I want to do a giveaway and help promote my podcast. And then I would like some product from you in a, in a heartbeat. Just like that, he'd mm-hmm. do it for sure, hundred percent. You know what I mean? He likes to play ball. He likes to play ball. He likes to have balls in his hands. He likes to throw the balls, catch the balls. He plays ball. <laughs> That's how we dude. play this. Yeah, we. You throw them, <laughs> I catch them. <laughs> he's, he's a good dude. But check this out. Look at this. Look what I got in the mail. Yay! Am I allowed what, to talk what, about this? Uh, uh ooh, okay i mean why the um, fuck not it already kind of came out okay right? right so something something a little special for our listeners uh, a little mm-hmm. advanced notice on something that roy's holding in his hand it's a it's a cylindrical object right it's it's fairly girthy in diameter <laughs> and it's it's wrapped in a clear wrapping right so, um so it's like a so basically what i'm holding is a robot penis with a condom on no so basically isn't that what a retro 51 tube actually fucking is if you think about it it's like it's it's a tube wrapped in plastic this is not a dick with a condom on it come on Really, for sure. But see, but see totally the thing is. is, you were just talking about, you were just talking about like the the balls and stuff. Like, I couldn't help myself seeing that you were <laughs> just dangling that tube right in front of the camera. So, right, yeah, right. So, this is a pencil that's not coming out for another month or so, right? Yeah. So it's supposed to come out uh, if you want to mark your calendars now, but just don't, don't. If you can try not to tell everybody else. Uh huh. Right. Keep it between you and me. Febu- don't just want- keep it, keep it, keep it between these walls here. It's February twenty second, which I think is a Tuesday, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. That, yeah. Right. So wait, did we even say what the pen was or we, the pencil? No, we didn't. I'm no. just saying that it's a pencil that's coming okay. out on February twenty yes. second. But okay. you know, I'll give you a hint. Bum 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. 
Get your flute out. <laughs> so anyway, this pencil is great. So it's a limited edition of 300 pieces, of which 297 are currently available for purchase on February 22nd. I'm just saying this because number pencil number one went to my wife, who is a professional violinist. Which one? What number did you send to Barbara? Uh, it was just, I, I, a random I didn't number. know what she, I just random. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what. So there's an, a random number sent to my friend, Barbara Podurski. She is a professional pianist and professor. The, the reason why I mentioned, the reason why I felt like it was important and necessary, by the way, did you write that note to her? Like I asked you to? Yes. Okay. So basically I had Tom send one of these pencils to Barbara Podurski, who's a pianist and professional, a professional pianist. And the reason why it was important for me to send it to her was because at about 4.30 in the morning, I, I want to say 2002, maybe, I think. It was years ago. I think we did. I think we did have this. I think you did share this story on a previous episode. Oh, where she did the, my homework for me because I didn't like to do it. It was like my final project. And I called her. And she anyway, she's the person who did the homework for me. And I really appreciated it. Never forgot. So I sent her a I sent her one of these pencils. My wife got number one of 300, and I don't know what Barbara got, but I can tell you what I got. And this was Tom's idea. I got number 69 of one of 300. That's so juvenile. It's, it's so like, oh, what what number do you want? I don't know. Pick one for me. I'm like, I'm like, I done. know which one to get. <laughs> but I really do love the Retro 51 pencils. And I love the Retro 51 pencils more than I love the Retro 51 rollerballs or fountain pens. And Oh, really? Yeah, I'll tell you why. The fountain pens, I like the fountain pens. So if there's one of these that are coming out in a fountain pen, for sure I'm buying it. If Oh, and I did get the coffee pen. Your, the coffee the, fountain. The Gold Spot exclusive coffee fountain pen. I also have a Gold okay. Spot exclusive coffee rollerball. So... Mm-hmm. I love those. Now, of the two, the only reason why I prefer the rollerball is because of the build construction and quality that I think goes into the rollerball more so than the fountain pen. The fountain pen feels a little tinny. It feels a little hollow. And I do not like the barrel threads being metal and the threads of the cap being such soft plastic. Okay? Mm -hmm. I feel like that feels cheap. But I'll still get the pens. To me, they're still worth it, the fountain pens. The pencils, on the other hand, I feel like they're better than the rollerballs and the fountain pens because of that twisting mechanism, because of the construction, because of the, I guess, engineering that goes into making the pencil, that the Mm -hmm. pencil is my favorite product that Retro 51 makes. By the way, the Zensel that I have, the pencil that the Zen design pencil that Chris designed, was it? Yep. I don't have that pencil anymore. My wife oh, took yeah? it. My <laughs> wife has it now. My Y Studio brass pencil, not mine anymore. Guess what? Mm. My wife has it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Doctor Evil has it. Right. Dun, dun, right. Dun. <laughs> no, so yeah. And then you know what happens is whenever I have so she uses she's a professional musician, right? And she's a professional professor of the violin, so she has to write on manuscript paper often. Now, big rule for musicians, and I've said this before, is when you're writing on music paper, music sheets, 
to annotate it or write notes or reminders or little whatevers, comments. It's highly, highly looked down on. And as a matter of fact, not allowed to write on that manuscript paper with pen. Which, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of makes makes it funny that there's music nibs. And I get why the music nibs are music nibs. Because they're easy to write notes. You draw, you draw a fat note and a straight, thin line straight down. I get it. But realistically, people compose and they write on manuscript paper with pencil. So I think when it comes mm-hmm. to music-related stuff, pencils are definitely far more relevant to musicians. But at the same time... I don't really know very many musicians that would be willing to spend the amount of money on a mechanical pencil that these pe- mechanical pencils pull the cost of. You know what I mean? Okay. So, and I do I do know this personally. I've seen it happen a lot. People will have, you know, cheap wooden Ticonderoga pencils. Mm-hmm. And they'll use it. Sometimes they just forget to throw it back in their instrument bag. They leave it on the music stand. Next person comes, uses it. You know what I'm saying? So they're very yeah. easily lost. But I think that if there's anybody that cannot lose a pencil, more so than anybody else, I think it would be musicians because they carry around an instrument that could be priceless all the time with them. Yeah, so it's transferable to understand that there's not only a musical instrument, but there's a writing instrument that is just as valuable. Yes, yes. So the note that I asked Tom to write to my friend Barbara what uh, what was it exactly? Do you remember what it said? Uh, it was something like, "This is uh, this is a thank you for for helping me do the the homework that one night or something like that." Yeah. So, uh, did you just write it out as I wrote on the text, or did you paraphrase? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, uh, I probably maybe just addressed it up a little bit grammatically. Maybe there was like something. I, I don't know. I probably did it almost ex- exactly as you sent it. Right, so. verbatim. I think it was thank yeah. you for doing my homework for me. So many years ago, it was it was a big deal. I was in a panic. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I didn't do this final project. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And she was like, already she was one of those people who was so brilliant that the school hired her as a teacher while she's getting her degree at the school. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the kind of person she was. And the kind of person that like the teacher could be like, oh yeah, you could you could teach the class this time around. I'll yes. just sit in the back and observe. Yeah. So the school that I went to, they had a couple of brilliant people like that. I remember one was named Mr. Adams and the other one was named Mr. Fucking something else. I can't remember. But oh, I know that guy. Right. But he's on LinkedIn. It was. Re- <laughs> but here the crazy thing was they were both students, but they were also both teachers. So it was funny because Mr. Adams would be a student in. What was the other guy's name? I can't remember. Let's just call him Mr. Fucking something. So Mr. Adams would be in Mr. Fucking something's class. And then in the next class, Mr. Adams would be teaching Mr. Fucking something. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a bizarre, you know, thing. But that's how it's brilliant like they turns. were. Yeah. It was nice. like, yeah, they were brilliant. I, you know what's funny is I cannot believe that fountain pens never came up while I was in college, considering how nerdy we all were. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody else was in particular. I was like a bad student. Really, really was. I actually, I was such a bad student in college that I actually called up some of my college professors like a couple of years ago. And they remember me. And it's not because, oh, you're such a great student. You're so smart. I remember you. They always remember me because I was the biggest pain in the ass class clown that there could possibly have been. (laughs) Seriously, that's how come they remember me. Like, 
one of my one of my teachers, her name was Miss Groves. And I remember she was a piano teacher. And I had to take piano classes as an extracurricular activity. But I was such a pain in her ass. And when I emailed my wife, she needed to brush up on advanced piano techniques like a couple of years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she remembers Miss Groves being a fantastic piano instructor. So she says, hey, do you think you could reach out to her? I was like, fuck no. You, you don't <laughs> want me to reach out. She's like, just, you know, you were more. That is one bridge that I burned a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. but I burned it. I played the fiddle over the, the ashes of that bridge. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, she was like, I, I just don't know how to get in touch with her. She doesn't have contact information. And, you know me, I'm good at finding people. So I find mm-hmm. her, find Miss Groves, and I'm like, "Hey, Miss Groves, I don't even remember me. My name is Roy, and I was a piano student in the extracurricular class. Anyway, my wife, we was a violinist. We ended up getting married. Yada yada yada. I, I think I might still have the email. And she's like, "There is no way I could actually forget you after all these years. I have tried. <laughs> I'm, she's like, she's like, as much as I've tried to block out your memory, you're still there." <laughs> Your shenanigans, your shenanigans are unforgettable. Your your mis- mischief is unforgettable. But yes, I remember you. And she's like, and I think I remember your your wife, girlfriend at the time. And mm-hmm. I was always wondering why it is, <laughs> why it is, <laughs> what it, what she was doing with you. But it's good, good to see that you got together. And she's like, yeah, you know. By this time, she's not actively teaching but she actually said yeah I'll, I'll take i'll take your wife for some you know private lessons if she wants to brush up on some stuff and and mm-hmm. and whatnot but yeah so i i remember i was talking to her i talked to miss groves we took her out to dinner after many years and stuff and i actually had to sincerely apologize for being such a horrible student because at one point in time i remember she's like you're such a pain in the ass. I'm going to fail you. And I'm like, well, if you do, then I just got to repeat this next year. So she passed me. <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> you got to have me again next yeah. year. I'm it's like, like, no. <laughs> I just passed you. Yeah. And I remember the, the conversation. I'm like, listen, if if I fail, then I got to repeat it, right? So I'm going to be in your class again next year. How much am I failing by? She's like, oh, not not by much. You're past. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, what a pain in the ass I was. I I would have beaten wow. the shit out of me if I weren't me and I were if I were a teacher. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I was the opposite though. So I I have no interesting stories like that because I was always kind of a a goody good type of student. Yeah. So you still are. You're I guess so. You're always, you're always, I'm, you're always ahead of the game. No, well, it's not so. necessarily ahead of the game, but just more or less like knows knows the rules, tries to follow them, and you know, like uh, like I I probably wouldn't say I was like the best student ever because I just kind of got lazy at some points. I just so if things didn't really engage with me, I didn't. You know, I I wouldn't spend the extra time to like absorb it, mm-hmm. but there were certain subjects that I gravitated towards and really had a, a fond excitement over, and those those were things that I still try to pursue today, uh, either by just reading in my free time or looking up stuff and and just like things that just interest me, I'm able to 
kind of absorb it and, and internalize it more and memorize it more than anything else. So, That's really cool, um, man. Hold on a second. Yeah. This thing is buzzing. It's driving me crazy. Oh, the uh, the 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 tank uh, was it the sponge? No, the filter the, lid was buzzing because it wasn't on all the way, and I'm hearing me in the background. It was driving me. A little, <laughs> I don't. Me a little I don't nuts. hear it on my end. So okay, at that's least good. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So there's this this brand of I want to talk about. One second. <laughs> I, I guess maybe I'll, uh, I'll I'll fill in a little bit. All right, so there's this one class actually. Um, I'll I'll admit there was this one class that, like, I actually was called a genius. Um, it was in sculpture, and you know, it's like I was doing I was doing art classes in college, and I usually kind of found myself more of a like a drawing or painting sort of person, but like when it came to doing. And then what you got? Kiss my keto gummy bears. Yep, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. T- so, talk about your sculptures. So, yeah. So you know, there's certain classes you got to take as like prerequisites or just like as a you know as part of the the fine arts degree to take it. And one of them was like printmaking, which I did not enjoy that much. Uh, another one was sculpture. And initially, the the first sculpture class that I took, I ended up like kind of sleeping through or not sleeping and missing the first class and then like the second class I was doing an assignment for ended up cutting my finger and like making myself horribly bleed and I still have the scar from it um and and I just was like you know what this is not working out that well I'm I'm ended up I I dropped the class I was going to take it like the next semester so then I took it the next semester with a different teacher and apparently this teacher thought I did so good and I wasn't like a sculptural person. I didn't really see myself as that. I was more like I said like a drawing or visual artist of like the 2D the you know sort of thing. Um and when I started doing sculpt it was like he was like you're a genius. And I was just like no I'm not. <laughs> I don't really I did not really see myself as that particularly with sculpture but like he was just like you're amazing. I'm like uh, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, listen to the but, compliment. Yeah, I, I, I did eventually, but like I didn't I didn't decide like, oh, that's my life's calling after that. Geniuses don't know they're geniuses most of the time. That's why I right. don't know that I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have so many people telling you that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so these gummy bears, they're called Kiss My Keto Gummy Bears. And they're keto-friendly gummy bears. They taste fantastic. Did you really need to like? I mean, we have like ten minutes left of the podcast, and you needed to get up to get kiss my keto gummy bears because I want to share my experience with these. They taste <laughs> okay. really good. They taste just like gummy bears. They're keto friendly. Mm-hmm. But are they, they sponsoring the podcast? No, but they will for sure give you diarrhea. One hundred percent give you diarrhea. Don't all gummy bears do that? No, if you eat them in large enough quantities, like really? isn't that like you go go to Amazon and look up the reviews for like the the gummy bears. Yeah, because apparently that's something that, that happens frequently with people. Really? Yeah. Holy cow. I didn't know that. Hershey I mean, squirts, yeah. Hershey squirts, yeah. That was why I was yeah. almost late for the show today. <laughs> right? Wait, so so you mean to tell me that now you're inviting more of the keto gummy bear into your system? Yeah, because we're Or is it you just wanted to show the wrapper? No, I, I ate it while you were talking about your... What is so What is so appealing about the keto gummy bears? They taste like gummy bears. And they don't have any but sugar. But they're keto. Yeah, but they're keto friendly. So they don't have any Are sugar. They, just... they don't have anything in it that'll spike your insulin. So. They're pulling one on you. 
It's a normal gummy bear. Yeah, yeah. Diarrhea right. and all. <laughs> it's just, it's just, listen, if you need to get out of class and the reason is you have some weird diarrhea going on, just down a bag of these and that'll get you out of your class. And if they don't believe you, just stay in class. They'll have to mop up later. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm going to down some of that with some seltzer here. Mm. Nice. That was an interesting way to start the show. Yeah, it was. I I, I just want to. Uh, I just figured it was it was a it was a fun little diversion. You know, I, I don't know how people will feel about it or be like, "Oh, Tom's terrible for wanting to have his kids curse on the podcast." But yeah, somebody's gonna so. be offended by that. You're gonna get you're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get called to fired. Somebody's gonna want you really fired now. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are going to want me fired. ACS, like, ACS is going to be calling up Gold Spot Pens saying, listen, uh, he almost let his kids fire uh, fire off some curses, so we got to have him fired from his job. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Right. Terrible. Did you want to, Did you want to? before we uh, end up things, did you want to address uh, Jacob's uh, email where he was asking about, because he, he asked specifically for your advice let me see. as an avid li- listener of the podcast. Hold on. Let me, let me try to find which email you're talking about. Because I left all the emails unread for you because you made a comment about it, right? And yeah, well, I, I go in now and I'm just like, oh, I don't remember seeing that one, even though like it's on even though it's already been read, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to leave them unread until you reread them, even though it actually drives me absolutely up a wall. OK. Oh, Sophia. Sophia is actually back with uh, she wanted to return back with her. All righty. Real quick. Let's not, see. not that not that she's going to be coming on, but she wants to show that at least she inked her pen and wrote with it. Can I see? You did it. What she wrote. Can you can can you show what you wrote? Yeah, yeah let's see what she wrote. I hope it's a. It's, a, it's my favorite quote. It, it better not be a entertainment podcast. It's, it, it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. It's a masterpiece. By it looks like a person named Jacques. Yeah. I don't know who that. What's the person's name? It's um. It's actually this YouTuber named Jellybean. So Jellybean. Like, yeah, Jellybean. Jellybean. YouTuber named Jellybean. Jellybean. Now. Jellybean. And what did you? What I'm going to make a YouTube. You, uh, put oh, in this I pen? actually I wrote it. You wrote there. the name. Okay. And I also have it. Oh, it's a Jacquerbon Blue Austral. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that. I guess she. I guess right. being your daughter, she gets an unlimited supply of ink journal samples. Yeah, she pretty much just like dove through. Sophia, my have batch Sophia. And... Can you Actually, bring Sophia? I gotta tell her something before. Oh, uh, like Sophia. Sophia needs to hear this directly from me. Sophia, can you hear me, dear? No, she can't. Not yet. Okay. No, she can't. Sweetie, well, can you hear me? Okay, yeah. so this is very important. I'm going to publish this episode with you guys in it, but you are not permitted to listen to it from the point that you are not on it. Remember when you got up and left? Yeah. Then you're not allowed yeah. to listen after that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, so we're going to read this email. All right, email. she accomplished it. I yeah. know. We're going to – Excellent. Yeah. There. And Thank by you, the Sophia. way, good, excellent drawing of a rainbow. Please tell her the excellent, excellent drawing. drawing of a rainbow. I haven't drawn I a rainbow I'm since. Wait, did she say she started that rainbow a few days ago? Goodbye. No, she. I don't. I don't know. She's oh. just. Uh, she's. Because that that conflicts with her story that she just inked it up. But anyway, okay. So we're gonna read an email from Jacob and this Jacob says, "Okay, do you want to read it? Should we just paraphrase?" 
Uh, well, it's kind of a little bit on the longer side, uh, but basically, uh, yeah, I'll paraphrase okay. it. Okay. So, so Jacob started listening at episode ninety-three, and he wasn't quite sure why all of the episodes were <laughs> marked e for explicit mm-hmm. but then it was like that was like ah i got it then he realized that isn't that the same voice for the guy from the gold spot youtube videos i've been watching so then he started going through all of the backlisted episodes and was like oh man this you know so actually listen he listens to all of the episodes uh, actually goes through all of the previous ones and everything and uh, rated us very highly amongst other podcasts, which is which is very very flattering. Mm-hmm. So he had a question regarding buying his next pen, and he wanted to give a little bit of context behind it, uh, being that uh, he's started using fountain pen seven or eight years ago. First pen was a Lamy Vista, which I'm still using as an everyday carry. Uh, back then, only using Lamy Black, uh, but started to get really deep into the fountain pen rabbit hole since last year. With different inks, different brands, different fountain pen paper like Tomoe River, searching for alternatives to Tomoe River, adjusting nib tines, polishing, changing the nib, searching for all fountain pen related YouTube uh, videos, etc., etc. So really getting deep into the hobby. Uh, since then, uh, the since the start of the rabbit hole adventure, uh, he had gotten a few pens, including a, a Kaveco Classic Sport, Pilot Kakuno, Preppy, assortment of uh, uh, Jinhao X. 450, 750, 992, Wind Suns, etc. The next level fountain pen I've narrowed down to three pens, of which is the Pelican M200 Marbled Brown, the Lamy 2000, or the Pilot Custom 74. So he makes arguments for each one of them, saying which what he feels like is is the connection for each one. And it says, then, now, in this case, I think I need pbr's answer more than tom's because most likely tom will ask me back like ten thousand questions which size you prefer which kind of feel you prefer what are you looking for in a pen do you post a pen what ink do you mostly use etc etc if he does then please get him fired from gold spot hashtag fire tom <laughs> which was that was a great comment um but he needs he needs pbr straightforward and no nonsense answer slash recommendation so um you know other than that basically uh, is, is saying that, you know, despite the fact that he's asking for advice here, but he wants to get it locally because uh, he is uh, lives outside of the U.S. And, you know, I understand it's totally understandable that like you need to like, I mean, especially like when you're way, way, way overseas and far. It's it's very costly with shipping and everything. Mm-hmm. like that. Okay. So um, but see what we could what we, can we do to help him? All right, so here's my answer. I'm looking at the three choices. Pelican M200 Marble Brown, Lamy 2000, Pilot Custom 74. So he already has a Lamy. He has the Vista. So he has a taste of Lamy. Not that the Mm -hmm. Lamy is not good. It it is also slightly over just budget, so cross off number two. Pelican M200 Marble Brown. You know, I kind of feel like he'd be better off with the Pilot Custom 74, especially yeah. considering, I think probably, well, he's not buying the Pelican M200 Marble Brown in the U.S. He's buying it in where his country is, in Malaysia. So if he bought it in Malaysia, it's probably going to be at a better price. Like in Malaysia, it's probably like 100 bucks, and In the United States of America, it's like 25000 because of the whole <laughs> chart pack bullshit. So, and also the Pelican... Whatever you're paying for, you're paying for a steel nib. You have steel nibs. 
So you have steel nibs mm-hmm. in the and you so Pelican, I would say don't get that one. Lamy two thousand, yes, it has a fourteen karat gold nib. You kind of have a taste of Lamy. I say eventually get the Lamy two thousand one hundred percent, but for your next step, I definitely say Pilot Custom seventy four, the Sailor nineteen eleven or Platinum seven three seven seven six. I think he wrote four as an accident, but any mm-hmm. of those three. Pilot, Sailor, or Platinum, dead on. I would say go with those before you go with the other two. Now, they're not piston fillers like the other two. But for me, the quality and consistency of the gold nib and what you get for what you pay, to me, is worth it more so than the Pelican and the Lamy for you, Jacob, only because... It seems like you're only buying one pen for the for foreseeable future. It's going to be the one. And if it's going to be the one, I want you to experience experience something you haven't experienced. Now, you've had a slight taste of Lamy, and you have a taste of metal uh, steel nibs. And the Pelican steel nib is good, but it's not anything that's life-changing. And I feel like the best life-changing experience you could have is with the Pilot Custom 74 or the Sailor 1911 or the Platinum 3776. I would say go with the Platinum 74, though. The uh, Pilot Custom 74. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you, actually, there as well. So if you were to tell me, like, point blank, I just want a suggestion out of the three, I would have also picked the Custom 74. But, like, I also... also, To your point as well, for the Lamy 2000, I think that it's... if. If you somehow, you know, if, if uh, down the road, for sure, because uh, that's that's one pen that was always in my mind, like in the 15 plus years I've been into fountain pens, that was always something that just was like, hello, I'm over here. I'm a really good pen. Everybody thinks I'm a great pen. And I think you should really try me. And I just was like forever just kind of like, ah, but you're. You're a, 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 just a very plain looking minimalist kind of pen and it's a piston filler. It's like, how good you could you possibly be? Right. But then I wrote with it and I and I lived with it for a while. And I was just like, this thing is like, damn, mm-hmm. just just damn. Like, it's like, how was I missing out for this long? And and, you know, that just might come out of it. But like you said, you know, it already has uh, experience right. with a, a, a Lamy Vista and and you're going to get that same sort of smoothness with the 2000 nib. The 2000 nib's like impeccably smooth. True. Um, and, and Pelicans are smooth too. They're steel nib, but they're, you know, so it's a bit like, you know, it's not as good like, as I would say a gold nib would be. So like the Custom 74 though, that's going to be smooth and it's a gold nib. So it's it's got a little bit of that extra like pliability in there. So Yeah. Um, so I'm also yeah. assuming he's going for something on the smoother side. But mm-hmm. if he wants the opposite of smooth, go with the Platinum 3776 first and then the Sailor 1911 second. That's the way I yeah, see Yeah, if it. you want that feedback and you want that, like, really super fine nib, if you want something that will, you know, you could write um, a thousand notes on a single note card, then you can go with, like, an extra fine Sailor 1911 or a Platinum 3776 and extra fine and listen be able to fill up that entire card don't do the extra fines it's you might as well take a sewing needle and write with that (laughs) you know that's how fine they are and i think that based on your experience with fountain pens i think honestly 
Pilot Custom 74 in medium. Or if you want to go finer than you've ever experienced, go with the Pilot Custom 74, fine. But actually, number three is actually a two separate conversations. So the conversation of the Pelican Lamier Pilot is a separate conversation than number three alone, which is Pilot Custom 74, and he puts in parentheses, or Sailor 1911, or Platinum's 3776. That is a different conversation, right? Yeah. But forgetting about the Sailor or Platinum, if the three contenders are Pelican, Lamy, and P- Pilot, I say go with the Pilot. You know, well, I would say that was that was kind of the intention there, and then the like the sailor and the platinum were just kind of like afterthoughts on that because like then why would why couldn't they be like a number four and number five on that list? You know, yeah, that's if, true. If it's like, yeah, but but that that goes to the gold spot video that I did a few weeks ago with the that put all three of those pens mm-hmm. uh, up against each other because they are so very similar in their design characteristics and the fact that they're a very inexpensive well, relatively inexpensive 14 karat gold nib. And that tends to be the entry level for people when it comes to a 14 karat gold nib, along with the 2000 as well. So yeah, that's Um, what I'm saying. I don't think that they're similar and that's why they deserve a direct comparison. I feel like they're they're different. I feel like the Pilot, the Sailor, and Platinum are different. I just think mm -hmm. that they're all in the same weight division. And that's why they're always in the same categories. So if you were to make a comparison, they're not all the same fighters one is mm-hmm. one is just they're all just three different guys in this in the different in the same weight division and that's why they're so always highly compared and i did like that video that you that you you made on it yeah thank I you, wish you would, a, i it, wish you would just came right out and said which one was your favorite which one you would go with instead instead you did the cheap you did the scapegoat you're like oh it's oh which is up to you here's all the information it's i don't care yours. i don't see <laughs> people don't care what i think i i care more about what other and it's just amazing to see like all if you go through all the comments you're like you're like wow it's just it could be that stark of a difference where people are like oh totally 1911 all the way and then it's like oh nothing but the custom 74 it's just yeah. it's amazing to see like how differing in in opinions that there are about it and yeah. i don't and i don't want to influence it because i come out and i say one thing then you're gonna have the the halo effect where other people are gonna be like yo oh, i'll agree with that or oh you're you're stupid you yeah. know like it's just you know it's like it's like i just just let let everybody else decide. I don't want to decide. Yeah. So. You know what I want to do, yeah. though? What's funny? And I'll do this. It would be funnier if you do it. But I'll do it because I'm not a pussy. I'm not a little, <laughs> little, little bitch. I, I will say something and I won't say, like, I'll say something and I'll take a shot. But I won't be a little, little piece of shit and say, I don't want to hear your opinion about what I have to say. No, I'll say something, and I don't care what anybody else has to say, right? Because <clears throat> I'm not a little bitch. But I want to do a review video on something completely and, and entirely random that I know nothing about, and I think it'll be hilarious, right? Like if you <laughs> like if you if you it's like the gummy bears or something. No, I know about the gummy bears though. But I'm saying you just bring <laughs> me a catalytic catalytic converter, and I'll be like, well, today's review is this. Thing, you know, and just go in as in depth as I can. Well, this thing is pretty shiny, you know, and I think it would just be fun. And I think it would be even more. It hilarious. should be maybe maybe do like EpiPen Roy. <laughs> 
but if, Epi-Pen Boy Roy. I think it would be funny for like an April. Be like this joke. one. This one gave me the shot of. Uh, this one gave me a nice shot. Like, <laughs> right. This this I shouldn't have injected to myself. I don't know what this is, no. but I did, and it's making not me feel not so good. But it would be funny if Tom Odo on Goldspot Pen's YouTube channel just decided to review something. I don't know, like a jackhammer. You know, just put the jackhammer on your desk and just review the hell out of it and piss off a lot of people though people be like you don't know what you're talking about people get so mad though right i think it would be funny to see Mm -hmm. i like doing stuff like that and then and then give and then give like a very sharp criticism about the product even though you have like no idea what it's about (laughs) yeah this thing weighs too much right it's a sandbag you stupid idiot no this the sandbag is just too heavy and and i don't think you should buy it ultimately very cumbersome and very you know it's very difficult it's not it's not mobile friendly at all throw up and down (laughs) the sandbag very easily so this is a poor product you know should i be a little Mm -hmm. bitch about it be like and if you don't agree with me i don't want to hear about it (laughs) yes oh for sure for sure yeah that's called that's called cowardice I, i i welcome criticism and emails Speaking of emails, listen, guys, there was another email we wanted to read today, but we weren't able to get to it because of time constraints. But I do want to say thank you to our good friend Jacob for writing in to pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com. And please, for everybody listening, if you have fountain pen questions, whatever they may be, I don't care if it's how does a bottle of Noodler's Black taste, we'll answer it. Tom will drink it because... (laughs) I don't. Why, I don't know why you're offering my <laughs> services on your behalf. I, no, I'm. Not, I'm not drinking ink. Thank you. Yo, did you see on the Noodlers Inc. Facebook page? They posted a picture of a bottle of ink, and it's 16 fucking ounces. That's like a lifetime supply of Noodlers Black. Did you see that? That's, that's just. Yeah, I, I think I saw you comment on it about. Uh, what, what was it that you said on there? You needed to have it. Oh, something. yeah, I, I said, please have a bottle of this This sent to the guys at the Jackass movie production. Oh, right, <laughs> I right, I need to right. see Steve-O have drink a... this because he will. Somebody oh, else commented, man. imagine if they did it with Bay State Blue. I'm like, I could totally see Steve-O taking Bay State Blue, rubbing it all over his face, and then panicking, right? <laughs> did you see the video I sent you where they, they, have, the, they have the guy uppercut one of the jackass guys in the nuts wearing a cup wearing a cup no i did not but i but i know that the movie the movie's coming though movie's coming soon right yeah uh yeah i know it's it's so it's so sad that what's his name bam's not gonna be in it right yeah it's like my favorite my favorite parts from watching the show like many many years ago was like when he would just like randomly enter a room where his dad's like on the couch or like yeah, sleeping yeah. and just like start slapping him like crazy. I don't, it's just, it just blows my mind. It yeah. just, it just, I would just be in hysterics. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, to it. They basically just from looking at this, it just made me laugh. It's just, this movie <laughs> is not, not for everybody, but so they got this one of the jackass crew members to like wear a boxing, you know, groin cup. And they're like, "Oh, let's have someone punch him in the nuts." Who do they pick? They pick Francis Ngannou, who's the current UFC heavyweight champion, not just the current <laughs> UFC heavyweight champion, but one of the hardest hitting heavyweights in UFC history. And he uppercuts him. <laughs> 
in the sack. <laughs> I got. I can't believe you did. I didn't send this to you. No, you did. I just didn't get a chance to oh, open it because I'm like, oh, it's a jackass thing. Yeah, I'm like, I got, I got other stuff to do right now. You gotta, you gotta watch it. I, but I think that I think that fountain pens need to make their way into mainstream media, and there's no better way to do it than through a jackass movie. <laughs> and I can think of so many ways, right? Uh, there needs to be there needs to be a jackass production where you're the you're the guy that they come to for the fountain pen related. jackassery yeah or they could take like take a ball like a whole bunch of nibs right ball it up stuff it into the end of a shotgun right stand like 50 yards away and then shoot the nibs at like didn't they do that in one of the jackass movies but with paintballs they just dudes are all standing there just getting hit no beanbags they just shot them up with beanbags (laughs) oh my god that was funny anyway but right, yes, I think it's getting to that getting, time. Yeah, getting back to the original the original point of my message was if you have any questions, if you have any comments or <laughs> anything that you'd like us to address on the Pentertainment Podcast, please write in to pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com and we will read out your question and we'll answer it on the show. And I really do enjoy doing that because it gives us something to discuss and helps us stay on topic, kind of. I mean, think about it. <laughs> I guess not, right? Because we were talking about Jacob's email, and I got into Francis Ngannou uppercutting this guy on Jackass's nuts. Right? Yeah, but I mean, we, we at least gave we at least gave some solid few minutes to talk about pens. Right? No, we, we talked about so. pens for the good majority of the pencils too, right? So retro. I mean, it was all yeah. related. I think we did a good job today. A little good yeah. job, but you know, just get control of your household over there all right with the dogs and yeah you know, all over the thing yeah like, gotta, gotta get a handle on everything but yeah. you know thankfully though at any other point just to let everybody know full disclosure at any other point that we both roy and i were talking the kids were not in the room i mean obviously you could tell that by by the fact that they were stopped making noise so right uh yeah that's that's that was a little bit of a preview that was like a little bit of a behind the scenes look at like you know that's i i isolate myself where i record it so that they don't have to be a part of any of that shenanigans yeah they don't have to hear yeah. daddy cursing and stuff like that yeah so, so please write in to pentertainmentpodcast at gmail.com with your questions so we can answer them here on the show and i'm just looking at a real quick email from gold spot who's a sponsor of this and i'm looking at a retro 51 tornado usps Rootmaster. this looks nice i like this i think i might actually get this one here Speaking of Retro 51, congratulations on the cappuccino pen. I'm looking forward to receiving that in the mail, Tom. <laughs> what cappuccino pen? There's no cappuccino pen. Is it, is it the espresso pen or is it called cappuccino? It's macchiato. Macchiato. Is it macchiato, macchiato. or macchiato? Macchiato. Yeah, I, I kind of remember asking you to send me one and I just haven't gotten it yet. Is it? Is it, in, uh... is it on the way? I don't know. You know what? It's it, we might have ran out of coffee and might have gotten a little cruel, you know, behind on cruel. things. But anyway, we were less excellent, excellent design. Did who designed the macchiato pen? I love coffee, so uh, this, is, this is near and dear to my heart. What do you mean by like who designed it? Like, was it another side? Chris production, or was it you, or was it the guys at Retro? Like, um, well, this was more of like a uh, like because like the Machi- the, the any of the ombres, it's kind of like. It's very simple because there's not a lot of artwork involved in it. It's just basically like, hey, let's do a this color blending into this color. Right. And then this at this point, it was more like, well, 
you know, we could do this, this gradient, but like, why don't we involve the trims as well? We could lacquer the trims and, and oh, wait a minute. So is make this, them the same color. This is not a coffee series like the coffee pen is. This is actually an ombre series. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't want it yeah. anymore. But it's not. But, but I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Still send it to me. Yeah. It's, oh, I don't like it anymore. It's all right. Whatever. No, but you know what I do love is the finial. You want to explain to everybody what the finial is? The latte art. It's a, it's just basically like a little latte leaf, like as if you were getting it, getting the foam poured onto your onto your latte or yeah. macchiato, and Real, it would just kind of have that little pattern. This might be, seem stupid, but is it flat or is it actually relief style where the macchiato, le- the latte leaf, you can actually feel it textured or is it just like as usual, like a flat image with the oh, it's clear? Flat. T- oh, okay. Yeah. How cool yeah, would that be flat. if you were guys, well, I mean, that would probably raise the price by like 30, 40% if you actually oh, got. Oh, it's just so creamy. It's actually, it actually, it actually is, is like <laughs> foam. <laughs> you could just like lick the foam off of the right. top finial. Don't and touch yeah, it because if be you delicious. touch it, it'll be gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be gone forever yeah, if you decide yeah. to touch it. Yeah, I mean, oh, so I didn't realize that. So it is an, it's an ombre pen. It's not a coffee pen because I was actually, I thought you were going to expand on the coffee pen, the original coffee pen, because that is also mm. one of my favorites. I would, I would love a pencil in the original coffee pen style. Well, that's that's the other thing that I was alluding to. Like, I actually, uh, Ken, one of our listeners, had uh, had called me out on it, sent an email, was like, "Is this the coffee pen?" Speaking of the macchiato, is this the coffee pen that you were talking about on the podcast? And actually, it is not. <gasps> it is not the. So there's there's another there's a there's another one that is up the proverbial sleeve. Oh so, right, sweet, yeah, sweet, yeah. sweet. So that one you're gonna send me this this ombre one. You don't have to send me. It's not okay. It's not it's not like I I legitimately want the coffee line. I want every pen in the coffee yes. line. You know what I mean? So okay, well this one this one's going to definitely have more of that feel. About okay, it, so. awesome, yeah, awesome, yeah. I like. Who's designing this one though? The one that hasn't come out yet is this one. You, Chris? How's which one is that? That I'll, I'll leave as a surprise. That's going to be more of a surprise. Though. All right, you'll tell yeah. me at the end of the show. But if you have any questions, please, again, reach out to us, pentertainmentpodcast at gmail dot com. And thank you again for joining us on the show. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay. Here.